Hello and welcome to This Week in the IndieWeb, Audio Edition, for the week of May 5th through 11th, 2018. This Week in the IndieWeb is a weekly digest of activities in the IndieWeb community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of website updates. This Week in the IndieWeb is sent out on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing over the weekend. You can find the web edition of This Week in the IndieWeb, including all links and an archive of all past editions, at IndieWeb.org this-week. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30pm to 7.30pm, with an optional quiet writing hour from 5.30pm to 6.30pm beforehand. Join us this week for another Homebrew Website Club. There are confirmed meetings on Tuesday, May 15th in Baltimore, and on Wednesday, May 16th in Nuremberg. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at IndieWeb.org next-hwc. Interested in starting a homebrew website club in your city? It can be as simple as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about homebrew website club, including tips for how to organize your own, at IndieWeb.org HWC. Indie Web Camp Dusseldorf was held last weekend at Sipgate in Dusseldorf, Germany. You can find notes from the sessions at IndieWeb.org slash 2018 slash Dusseldorf, and you can find photos from the event in the newsletter. Registration is open for the 2018 IndieWeb Summit, which will take place on Tuesday, June 26th and Wednesday, June 27th in Portland, Oregon. The two-day summit will take place before Open Source Bridge, which is celebrating its 10th and final year on Friday, June 29th. Learn more and register for the summit now at 2018.indieweb.org. All IndieWeb events follow the IndieWeb Code of Conduct, which can be found at indieweb.org coc. And all IndieWeb events are volunteer-run, so if you are interested in helping organize, getting the word out, finding sponsors, and more, let us know in the chat at chat.indieweb.org. Podcasts in episode four of An Indie Web Podcast, hosts David Chansky and Chris Aldrich talk web mentions and privacy. They cover what web mentions are and how they can be used to backfeed responses such as likes and comments from silos like Twitter to your own website. They also discuss some of the privacy implications of storing and displaying web mentions in the context of Europe's upcoming general data protection regulation. Here's a brief summary of posts collected this week by Indie News, a community-curated list of articles relevant to the IndieWeb. You can read more or submit posts of your own at news.indieweb.org. Jackie Alsenay at Jackie.wtf shared several posts about his IndieWeb journey. Topics include running his own server infrastructure with Daku, self-hosting comments with ESO and web mentions, building a library to interoperate with activity streams-based services like Mastodon, and more. Jackie also announced that he will be attending the 2018 IndieWeb Summit this June. 
Gregor Morrill at gregorlove.com published an announcement about version 2.0 of his WebMension plugin for the ProcessWire CMS. In addition to some bug fixes and library updates, the plugin now supports ProcessWire 3.0 while maintaining support for sites on ProcessWire 2.0. Jason McIntosh at fognife.com published two posts that generated lots of discussion this week. In I Believe in the IndieWeb, It Needs to Believe in Itself, Macintosh calls for the IndieWeb to get organized as one or more nonprofit organizations that could attract and distribute funding for related projects and pull more people into the IndieWeb. In a follow-up post titled A Bit of IndieWeb Pushback, he summarizes the main counterpoints from discussions of his first piece which have, quote, already inspired me to start dreaming up new ways I might contribute further to IndieWeb on its own apparent terms. As an aside, I would like to personally thank Jason McIntosh for including, on his homepage, an audio file with the preferred pronunciation of his name. And now, a selection of this week's updates from IndieWeb.org. New community members. David Prater joins us from DavyDreamNation.com. Davy is an Australasian-born writer, editor, and researcher who now lives in the third person. His website has been online since 2001. Frank Musen joins us from DiggingTheDigital.com. Frank is a blogger hailing from Utrecht, the Netherlands, who has been online and publishing on the web since 1994. If you haven't already, now is a good time to create your own user page. It's a great way to introduce yourself to the IndieWeb community and to collect the things that you are working on or want to work on for your personal website. For more details, visit IndieWeb.org wikifying. Community and Concepts Some questions were raised and answered this week on Twitter and on IndieWeb.org as newcomers to the IndieWeb learned about web mentions. In a Dutch-language post titled The Magic of Webmentions, Sebastian Andeweg at seblog.nl explains webmentions partly as an invisible protocol for sites to notify one another about links, but also as the visible likes, replies, and cat photo responses that appear on webmention-capable sites, as well as the requirements outside of webmention that make these posts possible. Services and Organizations Google announced in March that their GOO.GL URL shortener service will be shutting down in March of 2019. Existing users can create new short links until then, but new accounts and anonymous usage of the site have already been shut down. Google has promised that existing links will continue to work after the shutdown, but recommends that users migrate to Firebase Dynamic Links iPhone owners who want to take advantage of the iPhone upgrade program should make sure to back up any two-factor authentication keys before making an upgrade. IndieWeb community member Ben Wordmuller wrote this week that Apple's upgrade process did not give him time to move keys from the current device to the new one. IndieWeb Development Users of WordPress may be interested in a new plugin by Alex Kirk called Friends for WordPress. Available on GitHub, the plugin allows users to establish two-way links with other WordPress sites. Sites with a friend relationship will collect posts in a reader, much like following an RSS feed, 
but the plugin also allows the creation of friends-only posts which are not visible to the public. Sites that support photo posts via Micropub can now more easily post reaction GIFs thanks to a new Micropub client named Kapowski. Available at kapowski.schmarty.net, the open-source JavaScript app is hosted on the Glitch community platform and uses search APIs provided by Giphy. Developers who want to make special display of ReactG posts, which are posts where the content consists of Unicode emoji characters, need a way to detect those posts. Tontak Chelik added an experimental isOneEmoji function to his open-source Cassis library, which seeks to determine whether a string contains a single emoji character, indicating that it might be an emoji response. Other new pages added to IndieWeb.org this week include Live Video, GoPost, IndieMark Scanner, Gutenberg, MinToken, Clout, Magnolia, IndiePay.me, Weebly, geocaching.com, and Uncanny Valley. Follow the links in the newsletter to learn more about or add detail to these new terms. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. This English version of This Week in the IndieWeb Audio Edition was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the IndieWeb chat. This Week in the IndieWeb and the Indie News Services are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode comes from Aaron Parecki's 100 Days of Music project. Find out more at 100.aaronparecki.com. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org.